Hello, everybody, and welcome to another broadcast of for the series, What Do Entrepreneurs Think? <laughs> my name is Jackie. I am recording this for my podcast, Victory Chat with Jackie. Your victory starts here. And to not waste time, um, I y'all know how I do things. I allow, and when we have guests, our guests are family, our guests are friends. So y'all know we let friends introduce themselves. So girl, go ahead and tell the people who you are, what you do, and what you what's your title. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me, Jackie. I'm excited to be Woo! on the podcast. <laughs> My name is Shauna Brown. I am the founder and CEO of Magnolia Heart Creative. My purpose, my mission, my passion is to help small businesses and nonprofits in three major areas, social media, blogging and email marketing but wait there's more i also love to teach and i love to consult so that is what i do shauna brown i love it i love it <laughs> so for what entrepreneurs think some of my questions are light some of them are like in between light and heavy and some of my little hmm questions i call it which is my deeper questions right and so she doesn't necessarily know what questions I'm going to ask because I always try to leave a little spontaneity or whatever for my listeners' pleasure. Okay, we come, we gonna get all up in your business. Oh, snap! I'm ready. I'm ready. So the first question is have you ever worked with a coach consultant advisor or virtual assistant before absolutely i have been working with my business coach hmm, quite some time well i would probably say i know it's been at least a year and a half for sure so yes i've been having the pleasure of working with my business coach for quite some time and it has been one of the most rewarding pieces of investment for me as a business owner, for my brand. I learned so much. I get the support I need. And yes, it's invaluable. Cool. So here's another, this is a light question. And I know, <laughs> I almost can guarantee what your next answer going to be. Hmm. Do you purchase things online? If so, how frequently? <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I am an informed shopper. However, I am still a shopper. <laughs> so being in the world of marketing, I recognize certain language and it isn't always as easy to get me to purchase something. But when you win my heart, yes, you got me. When it comes to online purchasing, however, I am not the most frequent shopper in general. Typically, outside of necessities um it's pretty sporadic um i've always been that when i kind of like a whimsical shopper so it's just like oh sure we're out with friends or <laughs> friends or my friends like hey did you hear about this online sale so <laughs> i'm very whimsical with my shopping you never know when i'll be swiping <laughs> okay so um 
here's another question. This is a little bit deeper. This I call it an in-between. What made you choose your profession? I love this question. So there is definitely a story as to why I am a marketer today. Tail. Hmm. <laughs> hey, well, since you invited me, sure. <laughs> we are going to journey back to the times of two, early 2000s. And in high school, I was studying art. I was determined to be an interior designer. I was like, this is my life. I am good to go. My art teacher sat me down. I was a senior in my portfolio class, which is required. And she's like, Shauna, can we have a discussion about your ability to meet these deadlines? I was like, what? It's not about the deadlines. It's about the inspiration. She's like, Shauna, how about those paychecks you won't be getting? I was like, what? So we had a nice heart to heart. And honestly, I knew she was correct deep down inside. And by the end of the conversation, I was like, okay, what does this mean for my future? So obviously she could not answer what I would become, but she was very encouraging in a way that allowed me space to kind of figure things out in her class. And instead of applying to art school, I applied to my local college. I had a great, amazing scholarship through Florida. And I was like, you know, I'll just figure things out. So I was like, I'll start general. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to open my own interior design company. So I was like, I'll fall back on that and we'll see what happens. Wound up transferring to Tennessee, wound up getting into all this world of education and nonprofit management. And my mind was just blown. It was opened up to what were the possibilities when it came to utilizing my skill set that I had no idea that existed. So I did wind up teaching for a couple of years. I loved it. I realized that working closely with anyone and helping them to understand something that is challenging, that just makes them nervous and feel insecure, that just brought me to life. And then I also realized, I was like, but wait, customizing education, this needs to be a thing. So I did not stay with teaching because that was my area of customization. So once again, I took some time. I wanted to get away and kind of process how I could utilize this in a way that truly mattered. So I got back into business. There we go again. We're back in the business world using my nonprofit degree as well, getting back into marketing. And I was like, wait, there are a lot of people who have no idea what they're doing with marketing. Wait, there's a lot of misconceptions out there. Hmm, we spent a lot of time Googling things and getting nowhere. So with my role, I had the opportunity of networking, getting to know other nonprofit organizations and their leadership. Working within my own organization at that time, my previous employment, I was like, there is something here. I have my own strengths. I have the energy. I have the wherewithal to do the research. I have the experience. I can't just keep this for one organization. This needs to be readily available. So that's how I got started with Magnolia Heart Creative. When I transitioned to working full time, that was not the plan at all. <laughs> like so many, life threw some curveballs, but I'm grateful because it truly put me in a position to offer the management aspect with all of that because that's hard. It's overwhelming for businesses. I get that. 
but I also get to teach classes and workshops. Ooh. I get to come one-on-one -on -one here. <laughs> Why you're so frustrated? Answer your questions and help you to come up with practical things that you can implement that will actually get you results. So that's my journey for how I became a digital marketer. <laughs> I hope y'all picked up all those nuggets she dropped. But before I even bring up some of the things you said, what made you name your company that? Magnolia Heart Creative. Oh, so in college, my last year, my last year in college, I lived with five females. Okay. We all know what that means. <laughs> Y'all had multiple bathrooms. <laughs> we had two. Oh, Lord. Two bathrooms. Five females. And we <laughs> walked away friends. Like, it was a crazy year. We all grew so much. We were challenged. We learned so much. So that apartment building was called Magnolia. Oh. And then the creative side. I'm a creative person. Like I said, I studied art in high school. I'm a creative. Company just wasn't sufficient. And then finally, the hearts. Your heart matters to me. Being a transparent, authentic brand matters to everyone, not just me. So I put it all together, Magnolia Heart Creative, because that's my mission. My mission is I got here through everything that life came at me and I've worked hard to get to where I am. And being able to help you to bring all that you are and connect you to your audience so that you can get results, Magnolia Heart Creative. I love that. That is so warm and fuzzy. <laughs> no wonder I found you, girl. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do people help you perform your daily tasks? That's the next question. I mean, do you have help with help performing your uh, daily tasks for business? Great question. You? So I am currently a solopreneur and I will be transitioning to hiring a VA this year. So cool. in my drive, I already have the documentation in progress, listing out what are the actual responsibilities that I will need handled. I've been taking note of my daily processes so that when I reflect on what things am, I just don't need to be doing this. <laughs> this should not be the owner's responsibility. And that way, when I transition, get a little help, a little, little coaching, I will definitely be reaching out to some people who are like, have already gone through the process and say like, hey, I'm ready to onboard help. Then when oh. that time comes, <laughs> I'll That's be ready. That's good. Oh, yeah. But I don't want to move on before I talk about some of the nuggets I heard. Oh, okay. nuggets. Because I want to yeah. make sure the people that watch caught what you threw at them. Number one. First of all, in her journey, you have to recognize that what you love to do, what you're passionate about to do, uh, passionate about doing what, what your purpose is, because your purpose will open up doors that you never really knew were available to you. And you go with your gut. Mm -hmm. Number two, number two, in your process, because everything is a transition. You have to take your passion and place planning with it, okay? Planning with it. You may not know the end results because this pinky finger is my last finger on his hand, but mm -hmm. you know what number two is. You may know what you have a projected 
um, you have a projection of where you really want to go, right? You're not just saying, okay, my name is Jackie and I know a lot of, I'm a jack of a lot of trades. So I can just, and I'm passionate about teaching people stuff. So let me just come online and just throw up and tell everybody that I know my A through Z. I know how all the alphabet. No, you have to be specific with that. And then your plan must be realistic. And you know, y'all heard of SMART goals. If you desire growth, once you get there and you develop a system, you, the next thing is planning for tomorrow or the years beyond because you are allowing yourself to be in alignment with the growth or with the vision that you had, the purpose that you have for yourself. And that, and, and that means more planning. Planning never leaves. In order for you to be a successful business, number one, you have to have a goal. Number two, you have to have drive. Number three, you have to put actions to it. Number four, you have to connect to people who will help, who know more than you, who mm -hmm. will help you get, get where you need to do to be. And if you notice, she gave uh, she gave stories that it were it was different individuals who helped her along the way. First, she talked about her art teacher. Her art teacher taught her something about meeting deadlines. In other words, her art teacher talked to her about customer expectations, right? Mm -hmm. She did it in her own way. Give me a second because my throat dry. She talked to, she talked to her she taught her about customer expectation. That was the lesson in meeting the timeline. And she complied because this individual been there, did that, knew more about her. And in seeking her purpose, opportunity opened up the door, the door opportunity. So she could either say, hey, this is a great opportunity for me to advance. Or she could say no and stay where she was. But because she knew her vision, her vision in her mind and in her heart was greater than the vision around her, her, uh, her position, her current position was greater, she moved to a different city. When she moved to the different city, she met people and things that uh, developed the image that she had on her head and she was able to put those things in writing, in paper to further develop who she was okay who she was because in the beginning your title changed remember she said she was an art student right and she transitioned to a business student and then she transitions here and ended up tennessee and then she ended up transitioning to marketing in other words in her journey her vision got clearer as she practiced reaching and walking toward her vision. Those are the nuggets that she just dropped in that story. So I wanted y'all to make sure that y'all caught all that. Okay, Ooh, so let's carry on. <laughs> I don't drop the word. Listen, I don't Ooh, I'm over here like, yes, taking notes, taking <laughs> notes. She's like, what is that my story you talking about? <laughs> no, let me stop. Like, wow, did I say all that? Yes, you did, honey. <laughs> Okay, so 
here's another question. I'm skipping through because I got a list of questions, right? I'm ready. How long were you in business before you reached your first sale? I hmm, trying to remember timeline. Well, officially, I was yeah. So I was officially in business, and before the end of oh, that, pause first... right in my, right there, just to let you all know that. Before you hit the go button, which means you uh, certify yourself as a, a legal business in a, in a state and with the IRS during the beginning time where you're testing, it's called the research and development time. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> yes, yes, carry yes. on. So I had a friend in Chatt here in Chattanooga who reached out to me while I was in development with my plan of magnolia heart creative so by the time i actually launched he was like it's go time so i was privileged to have someone within my network already who was ready and willing to hire me for my services so within the first month i had my first client that is awesome that's alignment girl that is alignment yes that is alignment see how people put how god put people in your places Ooh. once you say oh I, I, that's mm. my purpose okay once you submit to your purpose because regardless of what your what what your physical job is your job is people business and we're meant to connect to other people i just love it that's a big part of marketing anyway hey, so yes what okay so in any of you can use any story so when you think about when you first started your business, what were three of the challenges you had? Whether that be for, uh, personal challenges or whether that be just in your business, what? Because it it affects you know both of them hand in hand. So what are three challenges did you face? Three challenges that I encountered when I first went into business, one for sure would be mindset. I did not come to the realization of this particular challenge, probably more closer to a year into business. Mindset is key. I really wish more startup programs, launch programs had a whole entire section dedicated to transitioning uh, <laughs> transitioning <laughs> mindset from an employee to a CEO. A lot of people have been in business. A lot of brands have been in existence for quite some time, but their mindset is as a hobbyist instead of a CEO. Your mindset is critical. So there were certain stumbling blocks that I put in place for myself. And it took a while for me to realize that limitations, those were not actual limitations. Those were excuses. Mm. That was definitely one of the biggest challenges was unlearning certain habits and just making this mental shift from employee to CEO, not employer, employee to CEO, and then understanding my value as a marketer, as Shauna Brown, what value am I bringing to the marketplace? Two, another challenge that I encountered was not having a community around me. I have a community. We all have a community. We live mm -hmm. somewhere. But when you are transitioning and becoming a business owner, it is imperative that you assimilate with 
other business owners. So a very common quote, phrase, whatever you want to call it, is that you always, I always heard this growing up, you know, you, you surround yourself with people who are where you want to be, not where you are. So of course, in my brain, I was like, okay, maybe I should go network and I get clients, I meet people and you never know what opportunities will come of it. Yes, these things are all true. But the practice of creating a support system around you and understanding how to share value and how to create that give and take and knowing what type of support to offer, that took time. So unfortunately, there were definitely days where I was like, oh, oh my gosh, why am I doing this? No one understands me. What is going on? There were definitely those days. But thankfully, they did not last forever. As I got to meet people, as people introduced me to others, and then just, I feel like God just opened the door and just brought a community around me, showed me how to be supportive and how to receive support, and things have changed. And I feel as though that lesson took on a whole new light within the past six months, because now I have a clearer understanding and I feel as though I'm not only just gaining more, but I'm supporting people in ways that truly matters, Where whether it's your mental health as a, once again, mindset, you have to have that in order, your physical health, and just feeling confident that someone understands, someone gets me. And then the third one, I guess the final aspect um, when it came to the challenges when I first began, I would definitely say is getting clientele. That is very hard when you run an online business, not going to lie. I went through the training. I definitely went through training as a marketer that offered support in starting your business simultaneously. So there were a lot of things that I had when it comes to tools and understanding and language to use that I was able to, but hey, there were still a lot of things where I was like, uh, uh uh that first one listen that first one if you when you get past that first one that one was that's the main thing that blocks blocks us from getting anywhere is the mindset once we get a hold of that joker yes (laughs) once we get a hold of this thing up here yes okay so um what educational types um, of things that added to your skills? Like, um, are you into uh, online training or in-person training um, or reading books or the all the above? And <laughs> if it's a book, share a book you read. I would definitely say it's D all of the above. I am a lifelong learner. I am an advocate for education in all formats, but once again, it's customized education and education that suits the learner instead of trying to put a learner into a box. So I have learned through webinars. I've learned through classes. I've learned in person reading books. My memory is not the best. I don't remember all the book titles, honestly speaking. However, Um, One book that does come to mind is The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Forgot His Last Name. However, I do know his name is Tim. I just saw it yesterday. (laughs) I only asked for one book. (laughs) The 4-Hour Workweek. That book, first of all, he has a whole section dedicated to mindset. 
habits, critical habits that are to be in place for every business owner so that you are positioning yourself to actually maximize what your body and mind has to offer you for the day instead of sucking yourself dry and just working off of fumes. And then in the latter part of the book, he gives you a plethora of examples and his expertise and how to transition if you're, especially if you're in products. So if you're selling products, he gets amazing advice on how to avoid certain pitfalls. So that book is highly recommended. Okay, we gonna get a little deep. All Just right. telling you, these some heavy questions. <laughs> okay, so my question is: doo -doo 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 -doo. <laughs> 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 so, if you could talk to your ten-year uh, younger self, what are three things you would tell yourself, and why? three things I would tell my 10 year younger self. The first thing that comes to mind is that faith is everything. You have to stay consistent with your faith in God in order to be able to overcome any challenge. And that kind of slides into tip number two that I would tell you is that it is truly going to be okay. Like it sucks. It hurts. You may cry a lot. It's going to feel like the world is ending in some of the challenges that we will encounter, there are some life experiences that are truly heartbreaking, but you will make it through and you will be okay. And then the other thing I would definitely say to my younger self is that life is, is truly about living. I am in the place where I love my life. <laughs> I am here to experience it because I only truly have one life to live. We're not cats. Come There's on no now. New Cats don't new even have nine lives. I don't know who told that story. Hello. So <laughs> it is, I, I love this life, not because it's easy and always fun and always feels good, but because there are so many little things to truly enjoy. And that is what makes you smile when it's raining outside. That was makes you smile when you're bed bound because you were in an accident that's what makes you smile like the grace of god you should be able to experience the beauty of life through all the chaos all that foolishness mm -hmm. still get things out of life even through all the crazy people the crazy situations the stuff we inflict upon ourselves so this those would definitely be the three things that i would tell my younger self okay i have another question this is a little heavier oh Okay, so when you were going through your mindset thing, uh, situation, um, part of it when you were trying to evolve as the marketer that the wonderful marketer that you are, how often did it bring you to tears? And what actually had to happen in order for you to get past the weeping? Well, I would definitely say at each stage of my growth, I have gone through these curl up on a curl up on the floor in fetal position <laughs> experiences where I didn't think there was enough Kleenex in the world to dry my eyes didn't think that life was worth it. I'm just like, why am I struggling? I have gone through these 
repeatedly. In my opinion, for Shauna, I think these times where I had to be vulnerable with myself and with God was because in order for me to move past, I had to be receptive to whatever was going to come my way. Instead of trying to control everything, I had to relinquish control and instead trust God to be able to carry me through the situation. So the mindset shift came as a result of exercising trust and faith and seeing that, wow, I was actually making it through the situation and actually not drowning as I thought I would. So I hope that answers your question. It does. You add, you answered it uh, specifically. <laughs> I love it. This has been an amazing interview. One of the thing I want to share is that the reason why I asked about the tears is um, their tears are going to come because you're growing. You're growing and you have to change your mindset. And because you're, because when you, when you're growing, when you're growing, I'm going to give y'all an analogy. Those who are looking at me and those who are listening to me. If you think of an infant that learns how to walk before, when they first start walking, they wobbly. Mm -hmm. They are wobbly. They are very unsteady and they fall. They fall. And sometimes they fall so quickly, it scares them and they'll cry. They'll cry or they'll be walking or running. A kid that's older might be running and fall and, and start crying. But the child gets up and they, they learn, okay, well, I have to pace myself. I have to do this and that in order for me to achieve wherever, whatever it is I'm trying to do. Mm. And I, another reason why, uh, just to, kind of bring it on home, bring it back to home. I know when I first started, when I first started business, I started off as a nonprofit. Um, I do have a profit business, but I spent many days crying. I spent crying because I was getting these assistants. I was having to fire them. They were not up to snot. I'm like, God, I'm trying to get, I know you gave me this purpose. I know, I, I know I wasn't talking to myself. I know <laughs> that, that I heard you correctly because I believe that Talk God about it. to us in different ways. He speak to us mm -hmm. in the ideas that we come in our heads. He speak to us, you know, some people hear the voice of God. He speaks to us through writing. He speaks to us mm -hmm. through other words and stuff. And sometimes, you know, you know, it's the voice of God because you'll hear it more than one way. And a lot of times we got to hear it more than one way because hey. we're hard headed and we won't, we won't listen to the first, we won't listen when he tried to tell us the first time. And this particular yes. kid that I'm going to share with you, I was crying because in order for me to really uh, I was in hiding for many, many years, right? I had my, I was shrinking to satisfy other people around so that they didn't feel uncomfortable. I allowed myself to be uncomfortable. And I shrunk so much that I ended up in depression, okay? So I decided to get out of depression and Route to Victory was born, okay? 
route to victory born. But the, this is why I'm sharing this to you. Part of me being a, a, an entrepreneur, a businesswoman, is I had to get comfortable with connecting and talking to people, okay? Outside of my work, work. So not only I was getting out of the mindset of the employee to the employee, to the CEO or the founder, whatever realm you're in and you call yourself the Presidente, <laughs> um, I had to completely, per in my personal life, shift out of hiding in order for me to reach my goal, to reach the goals. To And we are in the people business. So mm -hmm. when I hired one individual that ended up with tears, I was trying to get them to talk to the people. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't in alignment with what my goal was because I was trying to hide. Yes. I was trying to achieve a mission and hide. Mm -hmm. So I had to get back past those two stumbling blocks. And this is why y'all are listening to me today because I got past it. I faced it. I cried. I prayed. I cried. I prayed. And then after I finished with that, I put my big girl pants on. Okay. Hey. And I created a plan on how to reach people. Yes. Precisely. I, and not only created a plan, I actually implemented it. And so this is why we're here today. So we had a beautiful conversation. Before, I want to first thank you so much for agreeing in this, doing this interview. Thank you for sharing so much of inside of you and inside of how your business works. And before I let you go, please tell the people if you have anything to offer them and how they can reach you. I also thoroughly, ah, uh, yes, I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. It's beautiful to hear how you interpreted my life story. I'm like, what? God. <laughs> so the best way to reach me is social media. No surprise, I know. <laughs> At Magnolia Heart C, M-A-G-N-O-L-I-A. H-E-A-R-T-C, Magnolia Heart C. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. You can find me all over the internet land. And if you send me a DM and say, hey, I heard you on the podcast, I'm like, oh, let me know your thoughts. What did you connect with? So yes, please feel free to connect with me. I have always have something going on. I always have something that I can offer you for free, some sort of support, some sort of free downloadable PDF. I have so many things in the pipeline. This year, I am truly, truly about giving you more, more support, more advice. I am live on Instagram every Friday afternoon. This is the year. Actually, ha, my word of the year is implement. So cool. this is the year that I'm implementing all these things that I know for sure God is like, do this, 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 and this. Put the plan into place over the holidays and I am implementing. So at Magnolia Heart C, connect with me on all the major social media platforms. And I'd love to chat with you, introduce yourself and say hi. Thank you. And I wanna thank everybody that listened to this uh, broadcast. 
a victory chat with Jackie. Your victory starts here. Um, for those of you who uh, don't know me, I'm a life and business coach. What I do is I help entrepreneurs build their life, their finances, and their business. And this is another episode of What Do Entrepreneurs Think? Thank you. You're welcome. Bye.